0: This podcast is brought to you by LineUpMedia.fm.
1: Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott.
2: Greetings one and all, it is time for another episode of the Drop Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going over the Blues-Flyers game. Now, a lot of us, after the way the Blues played against the Capitals, and then played probably about two and a half good periods of the game against the Islanders, but they lost that one four to three, we were wondering what team would come out. Former Blue, former Flame, and now Philadelphia Flyer goalie, Brian Elliott, was their starter. He's played the most games. He played 14. Now before Elliott got hurt, a lot of people, especially fans in the Philadelphia area, were blaming the Flyers issues on Brian Elliott. I've got news for the Flyers. Your issues are much more than goaltending. Just like the Blues issues are much more than goaltending. Brian Elliott hasn't played since November 15th. 14 games, 6 and 7, 2.59 goals against, which is pretty damn good. 9-11 9-11 save percentage a little bit under average. You want to see that up around 917, 916, 920 would be awesome. But Brian Elliott was not their issue. They've been up and down, similar to the Blues. They've went through a goalie carousel of a bunch of goalies, but it now looks like they got a guy in Carter Hart that has been touted for a couple years now. I believe he was drafted in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. He's going to be a good goaltender. Since it was going to be back-to-back games, Jake Allen did not start. He'll start tonight against Dallas. It would be Bennington who would be in goal for the Blues. He played a very strong game. Granted, it was against a team that was not very good, but there were a few saves he made that were very good saves. The first period would start out, and both teams I thought played a little sloppy. Philadelphia did have a few opportunities against Bennington, and one of them was late in the period, and he had to come up super big to make sure the Blues came out of that first period, tied 0-0. Zero to zero.
3: Very proud to see their boy starting an NHL game. That's... Oh, boy! Look out! What a right-skate save out at the flexion in front! Oh, what
2: a reaction! That save was made with just a little under a minute left in the first period, and the Blues going to the locker room, tied 0-0. Zero to zero. I thought both teams played very similar in this period. A few mistakes by each team, but nothing real glaring. Very evenly played period. Blues had 13 shots on goal. Philadelphia had 11. Going into the second period, the Blues would get on the scoreboard. Braden Shin, the former flyer who was traded a couple years ago to the Blues, gets back at his former team and scores his ninth goal of the year. Just 41 seconds in. Put the Blues up early in the second, one to nothing.
3: Now Petrangelo, this time a pass on the tape of Tarasenko at the line, tipped in, wide open. They score. Shen gets the rebound, and the former Flyer makes it one nothing. <laughs> Schwartz just let this one go on the first attempt. Goalie comes out and challenges him. Comes off the heels of a good save from Jordan Bennington in his own zone. Knechny. With a quick shot, but a good preparedness there by the goaltender. He actually swats the stick of the defenseman, Sandheim And Sandheim can't get it. It goes right to Schwartz. Schwartz shot, rebound, goal. Thanks for coming.
2: Schwartz, he takes the initial shot. Shins there all alone. Puts it past Carter Hart. Nothing Carter Hart could do. That was Shins' ninth goal of the year. Schwartz gets his 14th assist. And the recently returned Gunnarsson gets his first assist. Blues are up one to nothing going out of the second period. The Blues played much better in the second period than they did in the first. I'm not saying they were bad in the first, but they really looked more fluid. They were moving their feet a little bit more in the second period, and because of that their D was able to keep Philadelphia to just six shots against Jordan Bennington. The Blues, however, had 14 against Carter Hart, and if it wasn't for Carter Hart in that second period, this game could have been 3 to nothing. Going into the third period, the Blues would dominate once more. 11 minutes into the second, Vladimir Tarasenko gets his 12th goal of the year. Something we've been wanting to see more of. And hopefully, this will give him some more confidence and he can start putting some pucks in the net. And back to center ice. Here's O'Reilly now. Into
3: Tarasenko. He comes in. He scores! Tarasenko! Well, the bomb is 12th of the year, and the Blues with a 2 to nothing lead. Wide open on the left side on a line change. And a perfect pass to the left. The Flyers don't pick him up, and number 91's got a grin on his face like you read about. A wonderful shot off the left wing. Brings it back. Ryan O'Reilly finds his man there. And boy, does he zip this one. And this is vintage Vladdy Tarasenko right here. Wonderful pass by O'Reilly. Head down, gets it through, pulls it to the far side, and it is a perfect shot to beat Carter Hart.
2: If you go back and watch this goal, it is so reminiscent of what we've been used to for the last several years from Vladimir Tarasenko. He gets the puck, skates in, doesn't really hesitate, which is what he's been doing a lot. He's been either passing it back, which he didn't this time, or he's been waiting to shoot till the defenseman gets good positioning on him and can block the shot, or He's been waiting to shoot until the goalie can get the proper angle to where he doesn't have much to shoot at and either hits the goalie straight on or he misses the net. This time there was no doubt. O'Reilly gave him the puck. He entered the zone, got right inside the circle, let it go, and beat Carter Hart glove side. We need more of this from Vladimir Tarasenko. That goal was his 12th of the year. O'Reilly, with that great vision, gets his 23rd assist. Petrangelo gets his 9th assist. Eleven minutes in, the Blues are up two to nothing. The Flyers would pull their goaltender late, but it would be to no avail. In fact, David Perron got an empty net goal, pass from Sanford, puts it right in, his fourteenth goal of the year, and it just goes to show how unselfish Sanford is. He could have put that puck in the net himself, but he passed it to David Peron. Sanford gets his sixth assist. O'Reilly gets a second point of the night for his twenty fourth assist, and the Blues win this one. Three to nothing. Let's get into the stats of the game. Shots on goal: the Blues 37, the Flyers 25. This next stat may shock some people. The Blues won 39% of their faceoffs. The Flyers won 61% of their faceoffs. The Blues had two power plays; they were 0 for 2. The Flyers had one; they were 0 for 1. The Flyers out-hit the Blues 29 to 21. The Blues blocked more pucks than the Flyers at 15 to 11. Let's head to the post-game interviews. Of course, we're going to hear from the winning goaltender, gets his first shutout in his first game in the NHL, Jordan Bennington, and then, of course, the former Flyer, Blue Center, Braden Shin. Then we're going to jump to Craig Berube, the former Flyers player and former Flyers head coach.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I was a little bit nervous, but um, at the same time, calm and just tried to focus on my my job and uh, just stop the puck and go save by save, minute by minute, and um, just enjoy the experience. and. Before I knew it, the game was over. Was it uh, was it worth
3: the wait? Yeah. <laughs> Any elaboration on that, Jordan? No, it uh, it feels good for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, seven years in the making, you, you had to probably you could dream of a you know a night like this.
1: Yeah, I was definitely uh, excited to finally get the call, and um, you know it, it was a long road, like you said, and um, I'm happy where I'm at right now, and I'm hoping to get some more action and be a part of the solution. Um, on the rise with the Blues.
2: That's always nice uh, scoring against them, especially in this building. Um, you know, it's a little bit weird competing against them, but um, you know, most importantly, uh, got the win tonight, and uh, uh, you know, real solid game by uh, Binner, and
3: uh, we're happy for him and happy he got the win. What was he like out there on the ice? I know you're not necessarily right back next to him like the d men but
2: uh... I think he was calm he, he made a lot of good saves tonight um, you know they had some some good chances some offensive zone time on us and uh, he was calm
3: back there and, and made the saves obviously when he needed to we heard a lot of uh, cheering from the locker room. Was that when he came in after the yeah, game? Absolutely, guys are happy for him. Um, you know,
2: first NHL start uh, starts it off with a shutout. So, uh, like I said, guys are are, are thrilled from happy for him. Uh, he, like I said, he's, he's worked hard uh, to get to this point, and and you know, get, finally got rewarded.
0: It's really important. Um, thought he was solid all game. Very confident. You know, even like coming out and playing the puck, he moved it really well and crisply, and he looked really good.
3: Could you tell uh, if he was nervous? I, I know they, goalies obviously don't come to the bench that often, but.
0: He didn't look nervous. You know, he didn't look nervous to me. He looked solid in there, so I don't know.
2: Do you notice your guys pushing a little harder, knowing
0: that it was you know his first chance for a win, first chance for a mm. shutout, especially as the game went on? Um, yeah, I mean. I think our team's been playing that kind of style of hockey for a while that we played tonight.
3: What uh, was it like uh, being shorthanded? I mean, you lost Barbashev for a while in the first, and then Steen for the game. Yeah, it was
0: concerning when both Barbashev and Steen went out. You know, you're down to uh, ten four or nine forwards, right? So, but um, fortunately, Barbashev came back, and um, you know, was our guys can handle the minutes. You know, they like the ice time, so uh, you know our. The big guys—they like the ice time, and uh, they got a lot of it tonight.
3: Will that—I uh, guess—will they need a good night's rest tonight? Because you're coming right back tomorrow.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a—it's a tough turnaround, obviously, but uh, you know, they get some—they get rest and uh, come in and be ready tomorrow. We'll put some fresh bodies in tomorrow.
3: Yeah, you know anything about Steen? Is it anything that might be long-term? Uh, upper no? body. I don't think it'll be
0: too long. But I'm not sure. I can't really I can't really answer that question until he's evaluated tomorrow by the do- our team doctor.
3: Who's in charge of, deci- of deciding who goes out there on the lines? It must have been a little uh, scrambly for a while. Though. Well, I
0: called the lines up, you know, so.
3: You were able to handle it with uh, with no sweat, huh?
0: I mean, it's, you know, I just rotate some guys in and out there, and it, it worked really well.
3: How big was the... Uh... The Tarasenko goal, to give him well, a little Well, that's a huge room.
0: goal. It keeps you, uh, gives you a little extra room, uh, obviously, and, um, you know, it's a big goal. He had some really good looks before that and just didn't go in, but um, great for him that he got one.
2: Such a feel-good story about Jordan Bennington.
0: Drafted in the third
2: round, 88th overall, I believe, by the Blues in 2011. There's been talk over the last couple of years of bringing him up, but for some reason I think the Blues have been afraid of that and I don't understand why. He got the blues a win that they needed. Now in the last 10 games, the Blues are 5 and 5. And as I've stated, that's not good enough to make the playoffs. They are one game away from being halfway through the season and they have 38 points. If they continue to play like they've played all year, they're going to have 76 points. That's probably going to be 18 to 20 points out of a playoff spot. Could it be a little bit less? Maybe. But I don't see that happening. Over the last several years, it's taken 93 to 96 points, somewhere in that range, to get into the playoffs for the most part. That's why I've been saying for weeks now, I love everybody's positiveness about this team turning around and making the playoffs, but the chances are not good. The Blues have the stars tonight, and they really need to start a winning streak. When you play in Dallas, it's a hard place to play in. They got Sagan, they got Ben, they got Bishop. They're 10 points ahead of the Blues. So let's hope the Blues can show up tonight and Jake can put a back to back good game with his fellow netminder Bennington in the books and the Blues can have a two game winning streak. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. We will be back next time for the Blues Stars game recap with more highlights more opinions, more comments. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance Descott at LanceD at DropPodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues.
0: This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.